Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A lot, no, of, wimp- I, a lot of whimpering yesterday. How many, well, you know, we talked about this in the pregame show, and you were there, so I'm just curious. How many Browns fans were there yesterday? It was pretty good, pretty good turnout. Were they loud? I mean, when they scored the first touchdown? Yeah, it was pretty loud. I saw that the crowd yesterday was the biggest crowd they've had in Miami since the renovation of their stadium. Are you serious? That's what the, that's what the game notes said afterwards. Wow. And it was it was 50, They renovated 50, that place 60, in 2015. And they still couldn't you know, wash out Edgar Renteria. Yeah. But um, – it, they said it was the biggest crowd they've had, most tickets dispersed. So the way they described it since the renovation in 2015. Wow. And was the weather stuff that real, like the 120 or 100? Did um, they say 102 on the Brown sidelines and 89 on the other sidelines? Nathan and Gerard, Gerard were both down on the sidelines, on the Brown sideline, and they said it was hotter than blazes. And and the the stadium is situated perfectly. The Dolphins, when the game started. The shadow was about to midfield, just just on the Dolphins side of midfield, right? And it, it goes, you know, straight hundred yards right down. And so the Dolphins were completely in the shadows, and the Browns were completely in the sunshine until, gosh, I, I don't even I don't want to hazard a guess to remember second half when the shadows completely overtook the whole stadium, and neither team was in the direct sunlight. But early on, the Browns were clearly in the sunlight the whole time. Mm-hmm. And and it was it was warm. I don't, yeah, I just I'm going to ask you real quick before we get there. How was the game for you? I mean, <clears throat> you didn't find out till Saturday you were doing the game. I mean that's yeah. I mean that's not I, like I just know you know working with Jimmy for a year how much time he used to put in to study yeah. for the games. I mean, Je- and that's a tough that's a tough ask. I'll be honest, Jeff. Just because like I you know we had talked on Saturday when you found out that you, you were going to fill in for Jimmy who's under the weather, so hopefully he'll be back you know, as soon Buffalo, as possible. Yeah, yeah, but. I mean, that's a quick turn, super quick turn to call a pro game. It was. I got a phone call, and I was at the airport two hours later. Look so. at you go. But it was yeah, – It's they're fun to do. And uh, hopefully Jimmy's feeling good and is in Buffalo. Yeah, um, and good crew, too. I mean, you're working with, oh, with some great guys. folks, Jason Gibbs. Jason and Gibbs. Dave and Spano. Everybody and, Spano. Yeah. Nathan does a terrific job. So does Gerard. And, of course, our buddy Clay. Yeah, just to make life easy for you. So we had right? fun. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, I just good. thought, you know, I, as I was listening, especially in the first half, I was like, man, you know, Jeff's doing a great job here because I, I know oh, how much time you had to prepare. So and I'm not saying that because you sit across from me every day. In fact, I am saying that because you're sitting across from me every day. <laughs> are you hoping I buy lunch? What was I going to come Jeff, you were horrible yesterday. I can't believe it. Then all of a sudden it'd be, it's all right. it'd be four hours of awkwardness. No, I'm sincere when I said that. I actually well, texted thank you. you. I texted thank you. I mean, the way this is going, it should have you on the sidelines, especially with mantras like this. Be aggressive, be aggressive. That wasn't him. That was Gerard first. That was funny, by that the way. That was funny. Gerard, he was going, man. He used the word putrid. 
I love the word putrid. Right That's out great. of the gate. Yeah, you guys were hot, and then they scored a touchdown, and then all of a sudden. But do I need to bring up your record? Because I know people are blaming Don't you. Don't even start. Uh, can I do that? The Browns have had, had two absolute clunkers this season. And? Jim missed them both. <laughs> I mean, there's this, too. Anytime you can get the word putrid into a broadcast, it's already a good broadcast. There you go. Well, is that not true or How what? How many drops do we have from Jeff yesterday during the game? I hope I that's got, I got one sporadically I, I that hope, we'll toss in. I hope that's all. Oh, no, we've got a couple ones. Let's we, make it all. And we have the most Jeff Phelps moment on the planet that we'll do oh, with uh, Jeff Thomas. All right, we'll Don't do that do with Jeff. That. Oh, good. All right. All right, let's take some phone calls because I know you want to hop in. It is a Browns Therapy Monday. Get it off your chest. That's why we're here. Jack is in Solon. Counselor, how are you? Jack. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning to long you. Time, long time no talk. But yeah, what, are you, you mad been? at us or what? Where you been? Well, I, uh, I only have things to say when I have bad things to say. Uh-oh. And let me just say this. You would say that it, it's oftentimes true that a team takes the personality of its coach. And unfortunately, in this circumstance, it's true with the Browns. Totally unemotional, totally uninspired. And as far as the coaching goes with Stefanski, if at first you don't succeed, skydiving is not for you. And wow. he's gone flat early in the season, and it's not he, he can't recover. I, I don't know what it is. You see coaches on the sidelines of these other games that I really wanted to watch yesterday. Coaches jumping up and down. Uh, Mike McCarthy throwing down his headphone. You don't see that with, with Stefanski. And maybe he needs to light up. Look, the, the players should be self-motivating, but they're not. We need a coach that is going to light a fire under this team. Look, the Bengals, the Bengals game, just, so what, we, we, the Bengals can't compete with us for whatever reason. We were inspired. It was Halloween. It was Monday night. It was an aberration. And I told my friends Saturday night we were going to get smoked yesterday. And that's exactly what happened. And this team is definitely uninspired. And I don't know what the solution is. That, I think, is the million-dollar question right now, Jack. Thank you. And because I I think a lot of people want to sit here and they want to say, okay, fire Joe Woods, fire Kevin Stefanski, fire Andrew Brad. I mean, it's really easy to say that. But you're sitting here in the middle of the season and you're like, okay, well – where are we going? If you, I mean, you have to have a, you have to be able to look at the other side of the bridge before you start blowing it up, because otherwise you're not going to have a way to get back. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, and I, like, I can understand changes at the end of the season. I just like right now, I don't know what it's going to mean, and who's there to replace it. And is there, you know, is there someone in the staff right now that's going to be that pistol that you need to? help this team figure out a way to win? And is it already too late? That's another question. Yeah, that's that's a good question, Andy. I, I, I will just say this in, in agreement with Jack. And coming off the best performance of the season against the Bengals. With rest. With rest. And, and Andy, I, I was pretty darn optimistic all week, right? You were. You, were, I, you even I, dragged me into your optimism. I thought, I thought they were going to come out and play well, and I thought it was game on. And instead, you know, they were terrific on the opening drive. Jerome Ford, thank you. As normal, as they, right? Well, not, it's, not, it's not as normal as we think, but it happens on a somewhat regular basis. I'm good with that. I like yeah, being I, regular. Yeah, I am too. 
And then it it's just, like a Metamucil type thing. I mean, it's great. And and I'll be honest, the numbers. Uh, numbers man, was that an old man's joke? Yeah. I'm sorry. I the numbers leave me right now, but it was at least five of the first six, if not six of the first seven drives for Miami. The Dolphins scored, and, and the one they didn't, they went for it on fourth down, and they didn't get it. I mean, they had at least like six plays in every drive. The Browns could not get them off the field. And when you get the ball and you score every drive, you're you're gonna win. And the Dolphins did. And I that was the tough part, man. I I couldn't believe it. Browns Therapy Monday, our next stop is in Shaker. Hello, Lewis. I don't understand why we do not have an answer to this problem. I mean, my problem with Stefanski is not the offense, not the play calling, none of that. My problem with him is you can't put down your play-calling duties, and address the defense with Woods. Sometimes it takes another set of eyes to see what's going on. That's my problem with him. Obviously, we still can't stop the run. These guys are supposed to be Ivy Leaguers. Y'all supposed to be elitist as far as thought process. And you cannot figure out how to stop the run? Maybe we should get somebody from community college. I don't know. But it's still a glaring problem and getting to getting back to firing woods why not because you send a message you send a message that is not tolerated i'd rather have his his inner uh, interim backup you know coach the defense instead of somebody who's supposed to be you know good at, at their job and you're giving up 40 points a game you send a message to your players like this is not to be tolerated so, yes, I'm in agreement. You fire him right now. If Stefanski has to come down and, and, and coach the defense for the rest, uh, rest of the year, then so be it. It's not about Deshaun coming back and, and Stefanski, see what Stefanski can do with Deshaun. It doesn't make a difference. Deshaun comes back and puts up 40 points a game these next six games, and they score 45. That's a moot point. Fair enough, you, Lewis. Lewis, you thank you. about the defense. Gotcha. You feel better? Period. You feel a little better getting that off your chest? It's not about the offense. It's uh, that's not what I said, Lewis. Lewis, do you that's feel a little? A lot okay, that's because all. Because I'm not getting paid for this, and I see this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lewis. Appreciate it. He did bring up a good point. And thanks for playing. Pick up your party gift on the way out the door. <laughs> he does make a good point about the Ivy Leaguers. Maybe because these Ivy Leaguers don't go to the playoffs. You know that, right? The FCS? The they just Ivy stop. Leaguers. The Ivy Leaguers don't go to the playoffs. No, they just they they just stop. The end of the season. You're nine and one. You're you know done. Why, you know why they stop? Because of finals. No, we don't. We don't need. That was the original. We don't need playoffs. We're all going to go into six figure jobs when we're twenty two. And we can stop other teams from going to the playoffs. There's no playoffs for you. You got to spend that time to get the yacht back into the garage for the winter. That is true. I mean, it does take a little time. So if you can stop that before Thanksgiving. Or you probably play your last game on Thanksgiving. But I do think that was a, a valid point. I've never uh, really thought about that when it comes to the Ivy Leaguers. You know why? Because it's a Browns Therapy Monday. Remember, yes, remember Mike, Mike McDaniel's an Ivy Leaguer, too. Just, I don't want to throw a wrench into Why things. would you want to do that to me? I heard you with the Open yesterday. I heard it. Next thing you know, you're going to tell me the Poobah's an Ivy Leaguer. Well, that just goes to, well. And with that, we go to break. 216-578-0092 or on Twitter at CLE Talking Heads. Scott Petrak's going to join us. He'll uh, be with us here in 18 minutes.
Uh, it's been an interesting start to the show already. A lot of folks want to get stuff off their chest when it comes to yesterday's Browns-Dolphins game. You've heard Jeff and I both talk about it. I'm just I'm unbelievably disappointed. Like That sums it up real well. I just can't yeah. believe that they weren't competitive yesterday. I didn't ask for I a win. I thought they would win the game. I wasn't I, asking for a I win. I did. I thought they'd win the game. But wouldn't it have been nice if they would have at least been in the game and not chasing down points, especially late in the game? And then just when you felt like they had a chance, maybe – beginning of the fourth quarter you're like oh, maybe they can come back the the defense just absolutely fell apart fell apart although it wasn't i mean i don't know they, that it, well, it, it wasn't exactly glued together very well in the beginning but let me ask you this they needed a big play well without question yeah archelada said that on the tv almost broadcast, and he one. was right yeah they almost had one when greg knew some but it was a little late yeah greg had a you know, touchdown on an interception if it could have worked can I, can I ask this? Yeah. What did you say? They collapsed? Yeah. How about they just aren't very good? Got a lot of money tied up in that defense to yeah, not, I know. Be, to not but, be good. But did they collapse or are they just not very good? Think about that. To me, that might be the answer. They just might not be very good. All right. Um, hmm. Coach Kevigan might be it. We might need to put him on standby here for a second. Richards and Mentor. Hi, Richard. Hi, guys. I was wondering maybe today if you could just take a poll uh, of the callers. Do they prefer to listen to uh, the Stefanski press conference during your show, or would they just prefer to hear you guys uh, talk along with the callers? So vote yes. You want to hear a Stefanski press <laughs> conference for the rest of the year? Or do you prefer to hear you guys? Uh, Richard, voting. can I ask yes. you a question? Will you do me a favor? Will you ask Coach Kevigan that question? Just ask him. <laughs> yes. Oh, geez. It's, uh, you know, I thought the what's-her-name, uh, for me, just an aside, I thought the um, Patriots game sort of told everybody what this team was. When I watched that game yesterday, I thought, you know, I bet these guys just got the Patriots game, played the tape, and go, what's the problem here? But anyway, take the poll if you want. Same page, same page. I'll ask Coach. Uh, I'll ask okay. Coach Coach yeah, Kevin. You do that. Thank okay. you, Richard. Bye Appreciate bye. it. Good point. Thank Good you, point. Richard. Uh, Coach Kevin, should we play your press conference today? <sighs> yeah, Andy. You know I don't want to be out here answering these questions and doing these things. I'd rather be putting together a game plan for the next game coming up against Buffalo attempting to figure out how Josh Allen is going to completely dismantle our defense and any good idea that we once had. I would prefer to put that together first instead of having to discuss with the media what took place on Mon on Sunday because we've already turned the page and have moved to Buffalo. And last question for you, Coach Kevigan. Um, the I was reading on social media, some people absolutely hate when we talk to you. They think this bit is old and tired, um, and they don't think it's funny at all. Um, your response to that, Coach Kevin? <sighs> My answer to them is, have you heard the rest of the show? The whole show is us just burying bits so far into the dirt and then digging those bits back up and proceeding to put them on the grass and see how they can perform in our system. Fair enough. Thank you, Coach Kevin. No more questions. Jim is in Strongsville. Hi, Jim. Hey, guys. Jeff, I'll say this. Do I think that the personnel and defensive side of the ball isn't very good? I don't. They're not good. But that doesn't account for the effort that was out there yesterday. <laughs> there was no effort out there. Especially late. Andrew, it felt that way yeah. late, didn't it, Jim? Yeah. Yeah, and I'll look at it this way. Look, I'd love to fire Joe Woods, but I don't know. What coaches 
the only thing I can hold him accountable for is not because, not getting ridiculously creative, knowing that or the only thing on that defense that's worth anything and it hasn't produced this year is the cover guys. The linebackers stink. The defensive line stinks. The answer was, oh, Clowney and these young guys. Well, it didn't work. Andrew Berry needs to face some heat for the fact that he, did, he didn't do anything for this defense. They keep drafting corners, right? The analytics would tell you. You draft young corners so that you never pay your pay. But then they pay Denzel Ward, so I don't even know what that means. Why do you keep drafting young guys and then sign Denzel to this giant deal? I, I didn't think that's how that was supposed to work. You know what, and, you Jim? Know, I look and, hmm. let, let, me, let me agree and, and add to what you just said. I know, to, to me, the whole thing has to go together. Corners, safeties, you clearly need good DBs in today's NFL. But I, I don't care who's guarding a wide receiver. If they if the quarterback has plenty of time, and they're, especially if you're not feeling any push up the middle, you're going to pick a part at secondary. And, and I think we've seen that too often this year. You knew it. I knew it. Andy knew it. We all knew these defensive tackles were all – all question marks heading into the season because anybody other than Taven Bryan really hadn't done it at a, at a high level in the NFL. And you could make the argument that Taven Bryan hadn't done it either. He was just a veteran and, and they never addressed that. And to this, to this day, I'm surprised they never addressed it. And I worry that there's a culture issue too. Like I think Deshaun Watson can fix part of that culture issue, but on that defensive side of the ball, the offense, I think culture wise, and I hate to say, it, I know you can't pull a team in halves, What's the call? The defensive guys. Who's in charge? Who's the leader on that defense? Who binds these guys together? I, I just, I'm not. You know what? Uh, what's the, the guy? On, I forget. Tyvis Powell said it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like last week, they had fun. This team, that was the only game this year I've seen where that defensive unit looked like they had any fun. You can't win games when you're miserable. I, I just something's wrong on that side of the ball from a culture standpoint, and I don't know how you fix it. I I, I hate to hit the reset button. But, you know, at some point you got to hold these guys accountable for not getting it done, and you, you can't fire all the players. There you go. Jim, thank you. Appreciate your phone call and chiming in on Browns Therapy Monday. Uh, let's go from Jim to Jimmy in Strongsville. Hi, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, I kind of took away my thunder, but, uh-huh. you know, you can blame Joe Woods and Stefanski and blame Baker Mayfield, bring the quarterback. doesn't matter. Andrew Barry's the one who put this roster together. Andrew Barry is getting a pass here. That defensive, the interior of that defensive line, if you guys have, if you have alluded to, is horrible. And the DBs are getting exposed because any DB would get exposed. It's very easy to attack this team. You know, I think Stefanski, Andrew, Andrew Barry ought to go over to St. Ed's and talk to Tom Lombardo. I mean, it's unbelievable how bad they are interiorly. And this Andrew Barry's getting a pass. No one calls them on it. And please have them stop using the term, we're in the process. What process? Well, there's eight more it's opportunities. Unique, Thank you. Unique, unique opportunities. opportunities. Thank you, Jimmy. You know, um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Quasi Adolfo Mensa is doing pretty well in Minnesota. What are they, eight and one now? Or is it nine and one? Yeah. Eight um, and one, I think. How's that look? Oh, Andy, he didn't rebuild a team in a year. Seems to me he still has Kirk Cousins and yeah. Dalvin Cook and Jefferson and Thielen. And- I, I also think there's groupthink over there, too. I, in Berea, I mean, there are other guys in the mix, right? Well, here, here's the thing, and, and we've had more than a couple of calls already about it today, 
and, and we discussed this on our call before the start of our show today. If people are going to scream about Kevin Stefanski, you need to indict the entire group, right? And and I'll be perfectly honest, I'm not ready to do that. This this organization, I think, needs as much as anything continuity, and because we haven't had it in the longest time here, and you're not going to build a great football program always overnight. Sometimes it happens. I, I'm not ready to change anybody as a general manager or senior consultant or whatever Paul DePodesta's title is right. or head coach. But, man, it needs it needs fixed, and they might need to reevaluate some things. Kevin's playing the players that he was given. Kevin was hired by the guys who wanted the analytical approach. They're playing analytically, and it's not working very well. So don't blame Kevin. Don't blame Andrew Barry. Don't blame DePodesta. Blame it all. It's the entire approach. And and I know this is probably not a popular thought. I'm I'm gonna preach continuity because I, I think Andrew Barry has done some good things. I do. I think Kevin Stefanski has done some good things. I think Kevin can be a very good NFL head coach. We're not we're certainly not seeing it now, and I know that's not a popular thought. Everybody well, wants to fire everybody. Let I, me just that's yeah. not what I want to do. I just but but it's not it's not just Kevin. Andy, if anybody's going to yell and say it's Kevin, well, no, it's not. Kevin was hired to do what it is the guys on top of him wanted to be done. But they also knew what Kevin's demeanor would be. They knew right. what they were getting themselves into. They knew the type of guy right. he is. Yeah. Um, I do think, And their though, offense has been terrific for the most part. So continuity will be tested, though, against the Texans, the Bengals, the Ravens, the Saints, the Commanders, and the Steelers. When Deshaun Watson steps on that field. You better start winning games there. Well, I'm not saying, again, even if, like, I, I just have zero expectations for a quarterback that hasn't seen the field in two years. I know, but still. I don't still, know how you can. No, but still, you better win some games. Andy, if they don't win games when Deshaun Watson comes back, and I agree with you, it's tough. He hasn't played in almost two years. But if they don't look good and win some of those games, then we probably are having a different conversation. Herb is in Chardon. Hi, Herb. Yeah, how you guys doing? Good, man, good. Therapy Monday. Hey, I just want to say, every time I hear Stefanski talk, I think I speak for all Browns fans as I quote the movie Home Alone. Shut up, Kevin. Look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. It is the holiday season. Right? It's the holiday season. I've heard that. Just making sure. It is a Browns Therapy Monday, 216-578-0092. Did I t- tell you the number, Jeff? 216-578-0092 or on Twitter at CLE Talking Heads. Straight ahead, we will talk to Scott Petrak, brownzone.com. He'll set us straight, won't he? He'll let us know what's going on. He always does. He's good. He's good like that. That's why we like him. Scott Petrak, next right here, Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.